The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. But first, uh, there could be further delays in the rolling out of services at the new National Children's Hospital, whenever it may open, unless affordable accommodation is provided for the nurses. That's the warning coming from Phil Hay, the General Secretary of the INMO, the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation, when describing the dire housing situation that nurses are facing in the capital. I'm joined now by Labour Senator Marie Sherlock. Marie, good morning. Now, uh, what do you make of this warning from Phil Nihay? Because I'm sorry to say this because I don't like saying it, but I told you so. (laughs) That's me. I told them so then. And uh, it seems that they are blissfully unaware of this crisis that's coming. Well, the INMO is absolutely right in 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 in, in highlighting the 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 vicious cycle that we have that's going on in in Dublin and of course in other parts of the country right now um, for, for 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 those who who are coming to work in Dublin or looking to stay and work in Dublin. So we have, as I say, this vicious cycle of fewer units, more and more people chasing high rents uh, and and a very small number of homes to buy. And this is not even just about you know obviously nurses. We know that there's a chronic shortage of nurses in the city, but also in terms of all the other workers that are going to be needed to make up the national. Children's Hospital in terms of the porters, the healthcare assistants, the doctors and all the other staff um, that, 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 that will be required. And look, mm. you know, we're seeing this day in, day out across many sectors now. Workers saying to us, you know, they want to stay in the jobs that they love. Employers saying they can't get staff because the cost of housing is so high. And the reality yeah. is in this city, you know, for somebody now who's who's looking to take up a new tenancy, uh, and if they're on average earnings about two euros out of their take uh, two two euros out of their uh, out of the three euros that they 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 earn in take home pay is going to have to go um uh, it, it, it you know t- towards rent like as an average rent in the city are just over two thousand euros at the moment and 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 an average take home pay is just short of three thousand mm. euros so we can all do the maths and see just how crippling it is for people to try and rent. And and the reality is that the supply isn't there. Now, uh, one of the aspects of the Children's Hospital is that there will be virtually no staff parking. So uh, staff are expected to either find their own parking or else they will have to commute by public transport or get there if they're in antisocial hours. uh, They're going to have to, unsocial hours rather, they're going to have to um, you know, get taxis or, or, or whatever. So many people will be looking for accommodation in the Dublin 8 area. What's the situation like there? Well, the, 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 I suppose both on the, on the south side of the Liffey and the north side of the Liffey where I'm based, like as in we have a, a situation now where there, um, like as in there are so few properties for rent at the moment. I know in Dublin 8, I think there's as few as 10 properties that were available for rent. I know on the north side, it was about 20 properties in Dublin 7 and, and, and a little bit more in Dublin 1 uh, yesterday. And, 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 and the thing is, everybody keeps talking about, or well, not everybody, but there, I suppose the government in particular is saying, you know, just wait for more supply to come on stream and everything will be fine. But the reality actually is, both in the south inner city and in the north inner city, is that we have more than half of what has been, uh, what has got planning permission or what's under construction is actually, you know, built to rent, co-living or student accommodation. So this is expensive 
uh, accommodation where there isn't a single house available to purchase and 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 it, it will do little or nothing to improve affordability mm. of renting in this city. Now, some, sometimes so, there's a bit of hysteria around all of this because um, you, you have a situation where many of the people who are moving to uh, work in the children's hospital will already be working in children's hospitals, be it uh, Temple Street or mm. in, in Crumlin, they will already have accommodation. Crumlin is just up the road uh, from the new National Children's Hospital, uh, Temple Street, just down the road, if you like, from the Children's Hospital. So presumably the theory is they'll just stay in their existing accommodation and have a slightly longer trip. Well, I think the thing is, ultimately, there's going to be more staff working in paediatric uh, services in this city by the time the National Children's Hospital is built. And the reality is that more staff is, you know, is going to have to be recruited. And look, you know, I live very close to the Matter Hospital in Dublin 7. And like I know they have massive issues there in terms of trying to find accommodation for their staff. And, you know, there was a time where hospitals had nurses homes on the grounds of hospitals. And and I know the INMO um, are, 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 are calling for that. I know, you know, listening to other employers, they have got into a space now where they're having to actively go out and purchase accommodation to Try and ensure that they have, you know, a, a home for, for 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 their workers. So the reality is that we already have a chronic shortage, and anybody dealing with particularly in disability services at the moment uh, and, and other parts of the health sector knows that we have a very very serious crisis in our hands with regards to recruitment and a huge element of that. And people are voting with their feet. You know, they're training here and then they're leaving um, because. They cannot afford to stay in this city. And I suppose it's really important that we say that it's not, you know, like nurses are, you know, obviously we're talking about the National Children's Hospital now and nurses, but this is across so many other sectors. And these are people in decent, in good jobs with decent incomes. Mm. You know, like there's a whole other conversation about, you know, the thousands who are in low pay in this city and, 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 and how okay. so, imp- so possible it is for them to get a home. What is uh, the solution to this? Because if you have very limited accommodation available in the areas surrounding the new children's hospital, it, it doesn't matter whether you pay HAP or not, uh, housing assistance uh, to people or any other subsidisation or even city allowances. If the accommodation is not there, it's not there. So I think the first instance, we need to look at short term lettings. So we have had a very serious issue in this city for, 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 for a number of years now, whereby um, that they, uh, I, I suppose, some people who own rental properties have opted to uh, let them out on a short term basis, as opposed to um, providing long term rental accommodation. And, you know, we've seen a failure with regards to the tackling of the, of the, the short term uh, rental uh, situation. They're supposed to get planning permission, but that has been a complete failure. And there has been a proposal, you know, by I I saw a story uh, over the last few days of one uh, particular landlord who had a a whole block of apartments and uh, changed them into short-term letting without permission from the council. And action will be taken, it appears, against that one individual Uh, landlord. And this is a 
And this is a rare occasion and it's fantastic and and, 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 and huge credit, I know, to Councillor Derry Moriarty in the area and other councillors for flagging this issue repeatedly. But the key issue is here that like is in the government itself have been talking now since 2019 about a register of short term lets and have done little or nothing about it. Of course, the pandemic got in the way. But 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 the key issue is that there has been a failure to seriously tackle short term. Isn't there also some sort of delay, uh, Marie? Isn't there a delay about uh, the EU wanting to do something centralised on all of this and uh, therefore our legislation might be delayed? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And like, why, why are we sitting around and waiting for the European Commission to introduce, uh, a, you know, a communication for the whole of the European Union? We have a crisis in this country. And, and the reality is we need to act now. So I think in the first instance, we need to ensure, like, you know, that, that, that the thousands of units that are in short term lets, and it's very easy to go online and actually see, you know, you can compare the long term rentals versus the short term lets and see how many more short term lets are available in this city. And, 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 and and so that's the first thing that we need to do. I think the second thing then is obviously we need to very seriously look at, you know, the, the, the tenant in situ situation um, with regards to those who are facing eviction at the moment. And of course, this this is the other reality. Like there are people in tenancies at the moment who are going to have to leave, will have nowhere to go over the coming months when those properties are sold. And 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 and, 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 and we have only had, I think, it's now, seven what tenant do you, in situ What do you think the, the impact will be if you try to ban Airbnb be or make the licensing so restrictive that you're kind of forcing those landlords to go back into long-term letting. Um, I mean, they're likely to say, well, I don't really want to go into that business because maybe I won't, the rent won't be paid. Maybe my place will be trashed. Who knows? But it's uncertain compared to Airbnb where, you know, the, the organisation that is central to that Airbnb has credit card details and so on. Any damage done can be retrieved from the credit card. So it's a much more reliable source of income for these landlords. And so they're likely to say, if I can't do that, well, I'll sell. So ultimately, I suppose we've had a very lax planning system in this city. And, and, and the key issue here is what kind of a tourism sector do we want? And, 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 and the, the key point is that, you know, people have just been able to decide what they want to do with their their properties in terms of either becoming a get involved in the tourist sector or obviously being involved in the long term rental sector and we need a strong planning system that can actually put shape on all of that like you, you know ultimately we have a serious housing crisis in this city and if you want to get into the business of short term lets then you have to be in a register and be open about it uh, and get planning permission for that um uh, you know which uh, and, and this only follows the precedent that is set in many other European cities. We see it in Berlin, we see it in London, we see it in, 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 in other cities as well. So, so I think the thing is here, this is about those who have properties that are letting them out, are, you know, they, they want to have their cake and eat it. Whereas actually what we need to say is, well, you're, you're either in the tourist sector and be open about it and, and, and have your planning permission um, and, and, and be on the register or be on the long-term rental. But I, I, I suppose our frustration is that, uh, you know, there has been no regulation 
over the sector in recent years with the result that we have you know property available for rent but it, you know it, 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 it but, but, but but you know it's just going to where the, the, the most amount of money can be made uh, and, and I would like to see much greater you know development of, of the tourism sector but separate to what's available in in, in, in the yeah, rental sector I mean, in this city again this is magicking up uh, properties that don't exist uh, okay there are some uh, properties over the shops and so on that might be refurbed and they might be the ideal sort of accommodation for the tourism industry because they'd be in as, as centres of population. Uh, however, there are all sorts of rules about you know fire regulations and so on to make them fit for uh, human habitation. And certainly, if you're bringing tourists into them, they would want to feel secure. There are so many uh, elements of this. Um, I, I believe that we uh, have another problem that's uh, looming. Mary Conway is chairperson of the Irish Properties Owners Association. Uh, Mary, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Now, you've come across another uh, problem with rel- in relation to the, the National Paediatric Hospital. What is that problem? Uh, well, the problem is um, the workers who are coming uh, mainly from abroad to work on specific projects there. Um, and one of the projects would be the windows, the glazing. Um, and these are specialist contractors who are coming in from abroad. And I got a call, I think the first Monday back in January, to ask me could I find 10 rooms immediately um, because they needed to bring guys in because they were under pressure with the project. And then I got a call the same afternoon from another contractor um, asking me could I find him 15 rooms. So, you know, everything, and I work um, as an estate agent. Most of my work is working with construction workers coming in from abroad for big infrastructure projects here. And the biggest challenge in bringing the guys in, they have the workers, they have the work, but they don't have anywhere for them to live. Yeah. Now, uh, to what extent uh, do you go for short-term lets, though? I mean, I'm not talking about tourist accommodation, but there are people who have accommodation that's available, you know, for several weeks, for example. They tend to charge a premium for that kind of accommodation, but that's, um, I suppose, what they do. It's the nature of their business. Is that the kind of accommodation you tend to get for construction workers? And no, most of the time now they know that they're going to be here for the long haul. So they're quite happy to sign a contract for a year or for even longer. So the traditional kind of short list to construction workers mm. isn't really there because um, these guys are coming in and they might come in for six or eight weeks as a time to do a project and then the next lads follow in. So the, yeah. the companies know and, and that if ma- they let the houses go, they're not going to get them back. OK, so so uh, did you sort out those uh, two sets of construction no. and glazers? No, I what's... don't know where they ended up in the end. Um, I need to give them a call today because I have seen a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Somebody rang me. They have a house to rent. It's, um, everything has to be kind of within a 30 to 40 minute radius of Dublin. I've got wind of a house that's uh, 45 to 50 minutes from Dublin um, to see would that work for them. Okay. Well, it's funny that you get uh, contractors, builders and uh, all the skills coming down from Northern Ireland from across the border. You can see uh, their vans that uh, roll into the capital every day. And those kind of workers seem to be perfectly prepared because of the high money that's available in the Republic to travel quite long distances to ply their trade. Uh, That's just an example, though, of uh, uh, what's happening. We do not expect uh, nurses, I suppose, uh, to be travelling from Tullamore 
for to work in the National Children's Hospital. Uh, we'll have more on this hopefully uh, later in the week because it is a problem uh, that is uh, as I said at the very beginning, utterly predictable, uh, but uh, no action was taken to try and facilitate accommodation or parking for those people who do live in the commuter belt uh, if they have to work on social hours or even just getting public transport may be would make their working day far too long for it to be viable. Anyway, thanks uh, to Mary for that. Uh, Mary is the um, the chairperson of the Irish Properties Owners Association. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.